0: Hi, and welcome to the first episode of 2019 of Transformations with Jane. It's great to have you listening again this year. Thank you for um, always you know, following along and listening as this podcast continues to evolve. I'm Jane Nakata. I live in Fukushima Prefecture, Japan, a northern Japan Tohoku area. I've been here for over 16 years now, and it's become my mission to help women wherever they may be living to make their life better and to improve their circumstances by just by changing how they think about things. So um, today. This episode has a sponsor and it's me. I'm sponsoring my own episode and it's my jumpstart course, which actually starts next week. Um, I'm recording this on the 11th of January. So if you're listening to this before the 16th of January, 2019, it's not too late to come and join us in the Jumpstart course. You can find the link for that in the show notes just uh, on your player. You'll find the show notes there. Scroll down and click. You can come through and look and find out about the six-week live program that I'm doing to help you get out of your own way to get started on creating your own best life, no matter where you live in the world, no matter what your circumstances are. So first of all, I'd like to say, well, after I say Happy New Year, and it's great to, have, to be here in 2019. I'm super excited for what 2019 might have in store for me and my family, and I hope you are too, because that, um, that feeling of pleasant expectation that something good is going to happen can really help for actual good things to come to you. And last, last week, was it last Sunday, uh, nearly a week or so ago, we had the Jumpstart with Jane online training. So it's Start Your 2019 Right Training. And it was amazing. We had eight women uh, come along to that. And so I'd just like to say a big thank you to Stacey, Heather, you, Peggy, Dananji, Kumiko, Mitsuko and Minori, for coming along and for really doing a great job participating and sharing their breakthroughs, sharing their wins, sharing their their new knowledge that they gained during our one-hour training session. So thank you so much for coming along. And yeah, next week we're starting the actual Jumpstart course. Six weeks, working with me every week. And I'm super excited for the women who have decided to come and join me for that. It's not too late to join if you're listening to this before the 16th of January. So what's next? Okay, I have a special announcement. It is Word of the Year announcement. Yay. So every year I have my Word of the Year. Do you have your own Word of the Year? I hope so. um I find it very useful to have this as an overall guiding um, yeah obviously word that can help me drive you know move forward with what I'm doing and it's easy just to think okay is this in line in alignment with that word and this is how I want to feel and how I want to be during the year it's not um, what I want to do do as such, but how I want to be, and that is extremely important. A lot of the time, we focus on doing things like exercising, eating right, um, sending emails, whatever it is, rather than focusing on how we're actually being. Yeah. So for two thousand and eighteen, my word was um, the word to ha- uh, faith, to have faith in myself, and that was really about just really trusting myself that I am enough, that I'm good enough, that I can help people, um, I'm, you know, getting through my imposter syndrome. And of course, that hasn't completely gone away, but I definitely took some big steps forward in 2018, thanks to that um, word faith and asking myself the question, how can I have faith in myself today? So This year, 2019, I wanted to crank things up a bit again and widen that comfort zone even more. And so this year, the word I settled on is the word sparkle. She says with a rusty voice, sparkle. (laughs) So I really... I really sort of struggled to pick this word because I didn't feel very sparkly around the time I was working on choosing this word of the year. And that was because I had a cold. I'd been skiing and I was absolutely exhausted physically. And I actually got really wet. It was a really snowy day. I got very wet when I was skiing and I didn't get hypothermia, but Um, my, my clothes were quite soaked and I was really, really cold by the time we got off the mountain. And for some reason that just made me feel, for quite a few days I struggled to get over this sort of coldness and it didn't help that I was in Totori, which is, Um, cloudy, snowy, rainy, staying in this, um, not in this, in my parents-in-law's house, and my parents-in-law's house is quite old, and has no insulation, and it it really is quite cold, Um, when you leave the one, the room you're in, to go to the next room, it goes from warm to freezing cold, to back to warm again, so, which is not what my house is like here in up in Tohoku where the whole house is not the whole house, but it's generally warm. Right. So I was in this very sort of low kind of place for these few days and I'm trying to choose this word for the next year. And I thought, well, I can't choose it based on how I feel now. I need to choose it because that would have been like, um, yeah, I want to feel cold and miserable. (laughs) It needs to be more what I'm aiming for. So let's, even though it's a struggle, let's go with this word sparkle, even though you don't feel very sparkly right now. So that is my word of the year. And I'm going to ask myself the question, how can I sparkle more today? So for me, it doesn't mean um, necessarily, getting up on stage and sparkling it just means how can I be more cheerful how can I be brighter how can I you know not snap at my family members you know and when they're frustrating me or how can I not let people frustrate me um how can I you know do this podcast with more sparkle so that more people want to listen to it Um, yeah, when I'm teaching, how can I sparkle more? in my messages to people, how can I sparkle more? And surely that, you know, those good vibrations from all this sparkling, (laughs) it will be good for the people around me as well, yeah? Because um, feelings and, you know, feelings are contagious. So if I can um, infect more people with sparkle that's fabulous yeah so that's my word of the year and in order to sparkle more i realized that i really needed to come back to those core core habits that have been the pillars of you know my transformation over the last 3 years and that is the the core pillars of sleeping well exercising daily in some of some form whether it's running or just walking or doing you know some tra- weight training and eating good food those three things if i do not do them then everything else suffers and so i had to really say to myself are you actually doing these things or do you just think you are because we can kid ourselves a lot about how well we're actually doing and you know what I thought was my habits as soon as I went away to my parents-in-law's house all of my accountability was gone the things that this you know the way that I live my life here in Tohoku It keeps me quite accountable. You know, I've got a running buddy who I go running with. Um, You know, I've got the meal delivery system that delivers really good food to our house. So I don't have to think about what we're going to cook. And it's easy for me to make good meals for my family. That sort of thing. Um... You know, I don't feel the need to drink alcohol every night. But as soon as I got to my parents' north house, it was like, yay, um, fried chicken for dinner three nights in a row. You know, like this sort of behavior. And yeah, oh, what, another bottle of wine? Okay, running, what's that? You know, oh, it's cold and rainy outside. No, I don't want to go running. It was like I was a different person. And so I thought, oh, okay, let's just take at least a week to really just take note of what you're actually doing and see if that is in fact what you think you're doing or how well you think you're doing because yeah it's easy to slip away from what you think is you know you think oh yeah i'm eating really well but when you take a few days to actually make notes of what you eat it becomes very apparent that actually you were kidding yourself about it and denial and things as well so I've done that over the last few weeks and I'm really pleased with how I've brought myself back online again after that um, kind of major blip over new year. But also i had seen a lot of backsliding last year during, um, because I was letting the things I was doing, things like going to America and meeting new people, um, I was letting it sort of, um, Scare me almost, you know. And to combat that, I was falling back into old behaviors, like turning to food or using alcohol um, instead of what I should be doing, which was running it out. Yeah, <laughs> because I found that, but for me, running it out just puts me in such a better place to deal with all these things. So, um, if you're like Jane, but I hate running, what do I do instead? Well, find whatever it is that you can do that to help you process the things you know the stresses because you know we do hold on just tend to hold on to stress and so if you try to eat it you know eat your stress away that does not work so what is it that you can do um, maybe it's gardening maybe it's um talking to a friend about you know sort of getting it all out in that respect But that physically processing that stress through running or even just walking, like walking is also great, can really, really help. And that's going to help, you know, doing that and uh, getting, um, you know, making that running a real priority for me again is going to help me to sparkle more this year that's for sure it also helps that there's a race I'm taking part in next week uh, not next week next month it's a very short race it's only five kilometers she says only five kilometers three years ago that would have seen like um, a marathon <laughs> but uh, what's been really important for me um, this time for this five kilometer race is that I'm actually coaching, well not coaching, but I'm helping someone in my neighborhood to go from not being able to run to being able to do this 5k race with me. So it's really important that I show up to our trainings, that I you know, make sure that she's going to be able to finish this race uh, next month. So we're at the point where we're nearly running five kilometers without stopping Um, and it's, there's a couple of hills in there as well, so um, I'm really proud of how she's done over the last, it's probably been nearly six months ago that we started um, from zero running, and this is just, yeah, someone in my neighborhood who wanted um, to start running, so we've been doing that together, and she's helping me to um, stay accountable, and to get out there, and do the running, and having her uh, needing my help is uh, really helping me to get out there as well and yeah so I'm looking forward to the race next month and to really enjoying finishing that race in style instead of like uh, pretty much crawling across the finish line like uh, what happened last year when I did the 10k relay um, in New Zealand after I had the shingles and hadn't trained for a like six weeks or something before the race. Anyway, so it's going to be a triumphant uh, finish, I hope, uh, next month. So one more thing I wanted to talk to you today about is something that has been, uh, came up recently. And I thought, yes, I need to share this with you all. And that's the, the sort of mindset around problems versus opportunities. And you know what are you labeling things in your life? Are you labeling things a problem, and you know letting that be what it is, or do you have the chance to perhaps label it as an opportunity and think about it from that perspective? So what happened recently was, I, um, I woke up and we were having breakfast, and my husband went to work, and then. It's like, as soon as he was like in the car and down the street and around the corner and gone, I noticed that the Wi-Fi in our house wasn't working. And I was like, oh man, I really need this to be working today because I've got a a podcast interview in a couple of hours. And so I started fiddling with things and, you know, and, you know, pulling the socket out of the wall and, you know, <laughs> doing whatever I could to try and get this Wi-Fi going again. And it didn't work. It just wouldn't work. I did it a couple of times. And then I thought, okay, here I am. I'm about to label this as a problem. I'm about to start getting worked up about the fact that I, I'm, i you know, my Wi-Fi is not working. So, luckily i just noticed my behavior there and i noticed that i was getting sort of wound up and i decided okay i'm going to have to name label this an opportunity even though i'm i'm presently feeling unhappy about the situation so thank you to Kat nakamichi who was supposed to interview who i was supposed to interview that day um for being understanding that I wasn't wasn't able to actually do it as we'd planned, even though she'd made time on her schedule for me. And so I decided to go about figuring out, well, what am I going to do today then? I have no internet and I actually do have a lot of things I want to do that involve using the internet today. So first I realized, well, you know, there are plenty of places I can go that have internet. I could go to Starbucks, just you know, ten minutes away. I could go to um, a friend's house if I, you know, wanted to p- potentially go there. I could, um, you know, ask one of my friends who has an English school, which I know has a good Wi-Fi system. If I could go and work there for a few hours, and that's what I did. I sort of said, you know, could I come by and um, use your Wi-Fi and hang out and do some work? And and my friend was like, yes, of course you can. That'll be great. And so. I did a mixture. I went to Starbucks. I went to my friend's uh, school, and I hung out there. I did some work. I talked with my friend. We had a nice chat. We had a catch up, and we both felt better for having seen each other. Even even though I wasn't actually there to work, I did you know I did actually take myself off to a classroom and work for a while. Um, having that contact with her was a real boost to my day so when I was leaving, um, I you know, I'd finished, I'd got some stuff done, I'd actually worked much, much, much more effectively in the English school, even though I'd had to drive all the way there, um, than I had, than I would perhaps when I was working in my own home, because I, it's so easy to get distracted when you're at home, and the washing, and the dishes, and the doorbell ringing and you know finding kids toys lying around all that sort of stuff that can drag you away from work and make things take much longer so I realized wow I can be really productive here and then I can just enjoy myself and when I left my friend said you should come more often that was you know it was really fun today that you came and we had a chat and then you did some work and having another chat now and and I was like, yeah, I should come more often. <laughs> so she's like, I said, oh, this could be kind of like a little mini co-working space here. I, you know?" And she's, she said, yeah, yeah, that's great. So who knows what will happen there. But yeah, it was a really fun way to, um, to work. And so I realized, well, that was the opportunity that I found today was to realize that I, and to get the, and to be offered the chance to um, work in a different way. Uh, more often and yeah to really um, have maybe a more fun day by actually breaking it up and going and working there and then coming home again because you know I often stay I'm at home when my kids go to school my son leaves at 8am and that means I'm sort of free from about 8am until he gets back at 2.30 and some days if I have him leave him at um, the extra after-school care until about five o'clock, I'll have from 8am till five o'clock, potentially alone in my house. And that can be quite, um, like some of you who with small kids are probably like going, that sounds amazing. But you know, when this is your normal, it can be quite, even for an introvert like me, it can be quite lonely. Spending all day in this house with just me and my thoughts. (laughs) thoughts <laughs> and of course I can get on the internet I can talk to people but it's not the same at all um, as actually going out and meeting people face to face and talking to other adult humans yeah So yeah and yeah even when my kids do come home earlier at like 2:30 and 3 o'clock, they're not adults yeah so we're having conversations and things but I would like to have adult conversations. That's what I was missing. And so I realized yeah this is this has been a good learning experience for me today that you know the internet going down has made me actually have to go out and and experience this, and it was nice, it was even better even so yeah, that was one problem um, that I decided was actually an opportunity, and yeah, so then something else happened, and um yeah, I had another chance within like several within like an hour to 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 notice that okay, this is not a problem. This is an opportunity. What is the opportunity here? And when I did that, it was actually a lot more fun. Like something that I could have made into a huge huge molehill, um, something that I could have railed against and um, felt sorry for myself about was actually it became all of a sudden. Very, very interesting. What is, like, if you adopt, instead of like, oh my God, you know, this sort of thinking, um, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever kind of thinking, if you changed it to, okay, let's look at this with some curiosity. So get curious about it. What could be the opportunity here? And yeah just sort of letting that sit for a while and because often when a something that we might label a problem appears our first instinct is to start doing things yeah let's like i did with internet the first thing i did was you know wanting to go and fix it you know and i don't think it would have fixed itself (laughs) this time um if i just left it but often problems can sort of disperse if you leave them alone and it's when we start to fiddle with them and meddle with them that they they start to escalate or get worse even sometimes so that's another thing is when you see yourself labeling something as a problem and wanting to dive in there and and solve it straight away um sometimes just actually just leaving it even if it's you put a you just say okay this needs to be dealt with, but I'm going to leave it for three hours, and then I'm going to look at it again, or I'm going to leave it for 24 hours and come back to it, and putting that on the calendar or you know remind, putting a, making a reminder so you don't forget about it, and yeah, see, so yeah, is this because like if you have a, a even just a little bit of time to give yourself time to think about it or to yeah get curious about it. How could you approach it when you come back to it, instead of coming at it from a, a very reactive um, way? So that was my little um, session for you today. Problems and opportunities as they pop up, uh, as you know, situations arise. Let's call them situations arise. Uh, what are we labeling things as, and do we need to jump in there and start fiddling with it straight away, or can can we get curious? and look at it from another perspective. So I'd love to hear any situations that you've turned into uh, fascinating opportunities. And you can get me on Instagram at Jane Nakata or Facebook, Transformations with Jane. And yeah, let me know what did you do? What opportunities did you create? Because you create the opportunities by how you Act by how you think. Um, so, why not create an opportunity instead of creating a problem? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to bring you some interviews over the next few weeks. And every sort of second week or so, I'm planning to bring you an interview with someone uh, living in Japan generally. And in the next few weeks, I have my student Harumi coming on. I have Kat Nakamichi coming on. And also Tia from Top Tia uh, Photography will be coming on to talk about uh, her new retreat that's happening that I'm helping her with as well. So if you're a photographer, definitely, or a budding photographer, or someone who's interested in photography, that's going to be an awesome one for you too so thank you so much and i will talk to you again soon have a great week bye bye 皆さん with、ジャムスタート uh, と思います。ページ、で、そこに今は、もう で、これから、あの、<笑> で、もう毎日それ、私は<笑> なんで ことば毎日多分あと<咳> あの、。なので 走りお酒は<笑> あの、シャンパンもうあのあんまり あの、2杯 あの、結構、すぐ<笑> あの、今もでも<笑> 近く<笑> そう<笑> <もっと自分はスパークル。あの>、<笑> で、あの毎日、Wi-Fi で、あとこれ あの、お腹、じゃああの、あの、Wi-Fi あのあのちょっとwi あの<笑> fi 使っいい仕事あのずっとあの、この なお。なので、<笑> あの、是非あの、あの、Transformations with Jane あの、あの、Word of the Year、今年あと、Jumpstart もし参加したい方はあの、15日、あの、uh, a good day and see you next time。Yeah? Okay. Bye-bye <音楽>